Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, our study of Ephesians continues with the duties of Christian parents to their children. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4 states, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Please listen carefully as Pastor Harris explains these duties in today's slice of this week's message entitled, Spirit-Led Parents. He gives us two words next in our verse to help us understand how to nourish our children toward maturity. It's discipline and instruction. Bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. First, discipline. This is a word that has a very broad connotation, the whole process of training and education. Our word pedagogue comes from this one, form of this word. It's the whole cultivation of the mind, developing the morals and the, and the values, the, the whole process. Discipline involves both commands and admonitions as well as reproof and punishment. The root behind the word is the, root for, is the word for young child. P-E-D. I know in Latin that can also mean walking or your, or, or your feet. But that's a young child. A pediatrician is from two Greek words, a healer of children. Okay? This is a pedagogue is one who is a teacher of children. This is our job. Part of loving a child is providing the nurture of guidance and discipline. Discipline is a mark of true love for your children. So if you don't discipline they will get a message about your love. According to Hebrews chapter 12, verses 5 through 10, discipline is a principle that God has built into His relationship with us. We are accountable to Him for receiving His discipline, growing by it, and passing that on to the next generation. The second word there is instruction. The word means training by word. This one has the root mind in it. So this one is far more um, verbal and abstract, whereas discipline is more hands-on instructional and correction. Um, it, it can be either positive or negative verbal instruction, like this verse has a negative instruction and a positive instruction. Um, when you put the two words together, teach them what to do and what not to do, and understand it means what you say how you instruct. And by the way, I would recommend parents need to have the same instruction given to them that preachers do. Preach the Word in season and out of season, and when they're testing your limits and when they're not. Uh, Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with great patience and instruction. Boy, if your kid ever learns something on the first time you say it, praise God. But you might need to say it another time or two or 73 to teach them, then discipline is action-oriented, whereas instruction is verbal-oriented. So parenthood requires giving 
thorough, careful instruction over the long haul, applied with consistent love and praise and chastening. You've got to weave the two together. And don't miss the last three words of this verse. Fathers, parents, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. You're not just trying to raise a child to do one thing, trying to raise a child to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see these people in the Olympics, and I think um, uh, a lot of, uh, of gymnastics, I'm not picking on anybody in the room, mind you, but in, in some countries, uh, your, your kid's going to be a gymnast, so you turn them over at age six, and they go to the academy for gymnastics, where it's every day. Yeah, you learn some, you do some schoolwork as well, and then you're, and, 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 and you're watching a, a, a 16-year-old girl in the Olympics who's near the end of her career because of just one thing. Um, in, in the world of golf, other countries do this as well. Send your kids to the golf academy. No, they need the life academy. They may turn into a golfer. God have mercy on their soul. They may turn into a gymnast. They may turn into an astronaut. They may turn into um, a, a retail salesperson. They may turn into the guy that comes and fixes your air conditioning in July when it's broken. And if you know somebody like that, I know some people who want to meet him right away. The point is, it has to be the discipline and instruction of the Lord. The only way to know if you're on target is to relate all your discipline, all your instruction to the Word of God. I say it all the time. When a child comes into your home, you're receiving a little bundle of depravity on its way to hell. And God entrusted them to you. And their life is at stake. To build him or her into a productive adult Christian is a tremendously high calling, the greatest responsibility you will face on earth. And to fail to give your children the knowledge of God's Word and the ability to view life in light of God's Word, when it comes to spiritual things, that's criminal negligence in handling the life that God has entrusted to you. Now, understand, you can't guarantee the results. I want to emphasize that loudly. You can't guarantee the results but you must guarantee the process. Okay? When your children leave your influence, they are accountable to the Lord. And you still be their friend. You still want to bring them the instruction from the Lord. You still want to be their, cheerle their cheerle cheerleader. You still don't want to discourage them and trample on them. You still don't want to ignore them, but the results aren't your responsibility. The process is. There are some people these days that say, if you really love a child, you will not need to discipline him or her. I don't know who thought that up, but I don't think they had kids. That's a nice theory to adopt if you're trying to say, what is easiest for me today as a parent? I could just turn a blind eye to that. But that whole theory is a lie. You need to produce a disciple. And do you understand that the word disciple and the word discipline are the same root? That's because they're the same root. It's to be under the control of 
the Lord. Now, as we wrap it up, let's, um, let's go to Proverbs for some practical wisdom in applying these things. And I could do a lot more, but let me just pick out a couple of things. Proverbs, Proverbs 13, 24. He who withholds his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him diligently. The word rod is not talking about beating that crushes a child's spirit, but it is talking about enforcing the proper boundaries that help a child learn responsibility. And notice, he who loves him disciplines him diligently. The word diligently is from a Hebrew word that means dawn or early morning. At least two applications. One is start at an early age, and the other one is when there's something that needs to be corrected, correct it as soon as possible. Don't, don't put it off. You don't call your child into um, the, the woodshed and say, now, Saturday before last, you said to mom, and then you spank them. No, it, it needs to be uh, prompt. And this changes as a child gets older, both in the form and the timing of the discipline. But um, the Old Testament, and especially in the book of Proverbs, uses two main words to describe parental correction. It doesn't matter what the Hebrew words are. I would probably just butcher the um, pronunciation of them anyway. But one of them is usually translated discipline, as in Proverbs 19, 8, 18. And I think also the, one, the verse we just read, uh, Proverbs 19, 18, discipline your son while there is hope and do not desire his death. This is saying, start young with the discipline of your child. If you didn't, well then, start now. Now, what is that about do not desire his death. Well, no parent desires the death of a child, but that's referring to the Old Testament law under which an older child who was hopelessly rebellious beyond reform could actually be stoned to death. A lot of people don't like to go memorize that verse. Now, in our area, I promise it is not likely that the elders of the city are going to stone your disobedient teenager. Dirk's been teaching middle school since before I knew him. I've never heard of him stoning a kid to death. I've heard of some kids that that might have been a temptation. But understand, what we're saying is desire their spiritual life. Don't ignore it. A life is at stake here. Proverbs twenty-two fifteen: foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of discipline will remove it from him. That states both the problem and the answer foolishness? It's bound up in the heart of your child. Where'd they get that? From their parents who got it ultimately from Adam when he plunged the whole race into sin and rebellion. The rod is God's chosen method of correcting the tendency toward rebellion and disobedience and mockery. By the way, that word that's translated rod, it literally means a stick or a weapon. Now, archaeologists haven't found this yet, but I'm sure someday they're going to figure out this was the Hebrew word for wooden spoon. Um, that seems to be a real popular one these days. And, and, I, and I want to comment that um, about the application for you and your child. Some people believe that because of the use of this word rod, that there should always be an implement when you apply corporal punishment to your children. I'm not sure you can be really dogmatic uh, about that, but you can be sure that God has provided an extra supply of flesh in an excellent place on the body for the use of whatever it was. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.